0: <laughs> that's, right, that's right. here's richard good morning manchester and to those of you in surrounding towns welcome to our two of draw at large i am your ever humble host rich gerard thanks for tuning in you can find us online at gerard and you can find us on facebook and twitter also at, gerard at large where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved yes yes we do don't we all? I am your somewhat overwhelmed host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Overwhelmed because as I made the announcement this morning at 6 o'clock, people immediately started messaging me on Facebook and posting on their own Facebook pages. And people really started uh, commenting. And we appreciate uh, we appreciate the feedback. Um, <laughs> including from Marianne in Hooksit, who nearly fell off of her uh, treadmill. <laughs> I love that. 6066762 if you have any thoughts you'd like to share about the show as we've announced we will be going off the air at the end of this week we'd be glad to talk to you about what you liked what you didn't um what you what you'll miss and what you won't 6066762 i i i will tell you honestly um you know one one, one of the things that makes this really difficult is you just know that there are a certain group of people who are going to wake up on Monday morning the 20th and the Sound of Silence, which ironically is one of my favorite songs in the whole world from uh, Simon and Garfunkel. The, uh, not, uh, not one of, just one of my favorite songs. If you, if you were to diagram that sentence, which is something my English teachers taught me to do back in the day, something regrettably my kids have not been taught because, well, you know, diagramming sentences is just so the old way of teaching kids how to write. Um, never mind read and understand what they're reading and writing and it's not just a phenomenon in Manchester, by the way, it's a phenomenon everywhere. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if you were to diagram that sentence, you would have thought that it was one of my, just one of my favorite songs from Simon and Garfunkel and not one of my favorite songs altogether. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so I, 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 I do, uh, you know, I, I, I do regret that I, will, uh, that I will no longer, in the way that I am doing it now, be uh, able to um, hold people like Emperor Metzler or Chucky the Super, uh, or, so, or so many others to account for what they do and the in the school boards that once upon a time gave them cover. I think one of the, uh, the most profound impacts that this radio show can point to, and uh, I, I will take all the blame for it because people throughout uh, the town of Hooksett uh, uh, scandalized me uh, for that first round of elections involving the Pinkerton contract, where not only was the contract defeated— but in somewhere totaling triple the normal turnout for school board elections, every incumbent running for re-election got tossed out unceremoniously. Um, the only one who who uh, who didn't get defeated was uh, Cheryl B.T. Axton, who um, I think probably was smart enough to see it coming <laughs> and decided she wasn't going to run for re-election. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, uh, People sending me notes running for mayor. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Jane in Amherst. <clears throat> I think I think she's in Amherst. I can't figure it out, but uh, she's going to miss the show. I, I I I have at this time no plans to run for mayor, but I appreciate the uh, inquiry. I, I, I would be lying if I told you I didn't hear from a dizzying number of people, um, you know, on Election Day. Uh, about whether or not I would uh, take up a challenge two years uh, two years from now and try to unseat the newly elected mayor Joyce Craig, and uh, I I will say this because um, you know it is important to me as I've said all along that the city face the issues that are before uh, that you know that that uh, that are before it and if i'm going to be adversarial with the mayor elect before she even takes office and i'm already plotting my 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 run for mayor I, i'm not i'm not honoring what i say and uh that's that's one of the things that i like about me is that i'm true to what i say and i to as much as i as much as i humanly possibly can uh you know my my actions are consistent with my beliefs and my beliefs um, are represented in what I in what I say, and what I do. I've I've taught my kids over the years, pay attention to what people do, not what people say. Uh, and it's kind of funny because I really learned this in the arena of my financial services business, which is one of those things that has uh, slipped a little bit in in my time on the air here. You know, I've been really good at maintaining my existing client base. I've not been so good at at uh, at building new client relationships you got to take care of so my my focus has been taking care of the people that you know the 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 hundreds of clients that i have that i have uh developed over oh my 15 years in business um but you know uh and 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 that's um you know that's where my time has been prioritized over bringing in new clients because you got to take care of the people that you told you would take care of right so if i want to add new people to that business i have to make the time available and that's one of the things that's at play here but um i've I, and i learned this because you know people would tell me what their priorities are and then i would i would do an analysis of their finances and i would show them what their priorities were based on what their checkbook told me and, and that oftentimes presented people with a, a come to Jesus moment that they were either going to uh, accept it and uh, uh, you know reorient their finances or they were going to um, continue as is and maybe give up on the stuff they say were priorities. But I've always taught my kids to pay attention to what people do and give it more weight than what people say. Six zero six, six, seven six, two if you'd like to comment the uh, drought large, we have just announced that we will go off the air. At the end of this week. Um, but there are a number of issues that I think we really gave people a voice to. I think about the whole planned Penardhood thing. Remember that? When um, a, a sustainability grant came into the town and they tried to abort Penardville and turn it into something that it was never designed to be, never meant to be, and would be a complete catastrophe. You know, we heard from people like Gitam Benner, who fought like a like nobody's business to to protect her neighborhood. You know, we we gave we gave view we we gave voice to you know that that second you know that Second Street disaster, sustainable Second Street, remember, planned penardhood, and and other issues that maybe are difficult. Uh, For newspapers or TV to to keep, uh, you know, to keep a beat on. Yeah, they might do a story. But is there ongoing coverage? Typically not. And because of that ongoing coverage, because of our ability to take people from the community, put them on the air to talk to their neighbors and beyond. We've we've been able to uh, shed light on things that most people don't even know exist and help people get connected you know, we worked very well with the, with State Rep. John Burt when that whole Planned Penardhood came thing. We worked pretty well with Alderman Phil Griazzo, then in Ward 10, to, to stomp on sustainable Second Street. So when they lied about what people in the neighborhoods allegedly wanted, I had attended all the meetings. So when they said, oh, you know, we, they said unequivocally, no more housing down here. And they took that and turned it into, oh, well, no more housing that could produce kids. And so what did they do? They, they proposed rooming houses on Second Street. Oh, my head. So there are a lot of issues that we grabbed on, and I see we have former Hooks at School Board member John Liskars on the on the phone. And uh, there were there were <laughs> there were some significant issues surrounding schools in Hooks it that uh, we were at the forefront of discussing um, and I think influencing. And with that, John, good morning. Thanks for calling in.
1: Well, good morning, Rich. And, uh, you know, I woke up to some sad news this morning that Rich Gerard's radio show was going to be gone at the end of the week. Uh, but I was happy to hear that your television program will continue on. Um, I just wanted to say, though, on behalf of the children of Hooksit and the parents of Hooksit, um, how much of an influence you were to bring in school choice uh, to the selection of nine, hob- nine different high schools um, for the children of Hooksit. And uh, how you helped us get the message out to the voters and uh, the voters really, really responded. And I think a lot has to do credit to your radio show. So thank you for that. And on behalf of the Hooks at Children, we want
0: to thank you. Well, John, I appreciate the call. And, of course, um, there are a number of people in Manchester who just might think I was damned by faint praise because they <laughs> they view that Hooks at uh, School Choice thing as something that hurt Manchester schools. Um but
1: Richie, you know, I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you on that one. And what it's actually going to do is it's going to improve or it's going to improve Manchester schools.
0: Oh, I, actually, Competition. I, I, I I agree with that. And I, I just I would just love to see Manchester schools um, get their footing in how to present themselves to the kids in your community and beyond. I mean, I, I made a motion as a school board member to um, authorize Superintendent Vargas to open up dialogue with all of our surrounding communities to, uh, uh, in an attempt to start marketing the many magnet programs that exist in the Queen City which are phenomenal and provide options to uh, those students that are not found in their uh, in, in their school districts or their or their tuition relationships and i'm convinced that the city can compete what i think the city really needs is to figure out how to market itself directly to those parents and students and hopefully the dialogue with our surrounding communities will enable that if they're really interested in the best interest of their children.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Rich, with your new balanced Board of School Committee, and I say that because it is very well balanced, putting all politics aside, you have a new chair of the Board of School Committee who is definitely a people person and knows how to engage people in in discussing educational topics. So, I think with Joyce Craig at the helm and a good balance board, you guys are going to do fantastic in the upcoming years.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that that will be the case, though there are things happening behind the scenes that I can't talk about that give me pause. And we'll just have to ask the voters of Manchester, the uh, constituents of these folks, to uh, try to help us keep them honest, uh, even though this radio show is, is going to go away.
1: All uh, right, well, thanks for everything you've done for uh the Manchester and the surrounding area, Rich.
0: Well, John, I appreciate that and I appreciate the call. And I, I think know. and I think that is uh, you know, a great example because anybody who remembers those early discussions and hooks it, John Liskars and I were not on the same page. <laughs> Neither were David Pearl and I. But as we got to know each other and where each other was coming from, um and and had a an understanding of it, I will never agree that uh Hooksit acted properly. For example, after it unilaterally declared breach and did not go through the contractual or statutory process to have that that uh, declaration um, uh, either validated or debunked by the state board of education uh, before it started wholesale shipping kids to other schools um, in the in the area. That said, I think what Hooksit has done in providing its students with a range of options that include Goffstown, which most people don't realize Hooksit borders, borders, uh, but Goffstown, Bow, Pembroke, Pinkerton, and uh, Londonderry, in addition to Manchester's schools, is phenomenal for the kids of Hooksit, and it's something that any town that pays tuition to any other community ought to really think about. Because at the end of the day, if it's in the best interest of the kid, then it's got to be about the best interest of the kid. And the best interest of the kid is not necessarily um is not necessarily served by this maintaining uh the status quo within a school district and um that's why i'm hopeful that kids uh who live in surrounding towns that may benefit by coming to a manchester school because of one of its magnet programs uh or even its general education which i don't think is bad um, is, is a viable alternative. All right, we have my daughter, Colette, on the phone. We'll take her before we go to Kimberly. Morning. Good morning, sweetheart. Hey, Dad. How's it going? Oh, it's great. Unbelievable.
1: Um, <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I woke up right at 7 o'clock, and I heard you, and you never told me any of this. Mm-mm. And now I'm kind of freaking out, but, like, <laughs> for two reasons. One, because... I'm not going to be able to listen to you in the morning anymore. And the second one, because I'm really glad that you're going to be home more. And I've missed you a lot, so I'm really glad that you're coming home.
0: I appreciate the call, sweetheart. Love you, Dad. Love you, too.